0: Hey guys, this is Coach V. I'm Coach David. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast recording live. I believe it is uh, the start of November 2021. Yes, one of my favorite months of the year. So I got to ask, is it uh, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving <laughs> on the radar. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a very good day. It's a very good <laughs> weekend full of food. I know both of us are, are, are foodies yes. and we love to eat and all those things. So yes. can you believe we have, it's about 60 days, give or take, until the end of the year. How does that feel?
1: It's shocking how quickly this year went in a lot of ways. And I know it was a long drag in the winter months, but I feel like summer went by really quickly and now boom, we're all uh, looking at November, December and we'll be starting our uh, New Year's stuff uh, pretty darn soon. So,
0: yeah, and you know, I got to say this. This this year has been uh unbelievable in many ways. The the thing that kind of comes to mind the most is, you know, we're already talking about 2022. I feel like we just got into 2021 in some ways it was very short in some ways it was very long, you know, kind of depends on how you look at it, but, but wow, you know, my, 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 oh my, how time passes. So
1: yeah, I think it's good though. I believe we will have a great 2022 and, uh, a lot of good things are in store, so um, a lot to look forward to.
0: Before we jump into the podcast, coach, I got some good news. Mm. Uh, hoodies and T shirts will be out this week and next week. So, depending on where you live, and the mail and all those things, <laughs> you know, there's a couple variables these days with shipping, as you know. So, in case you don't get the joke, there's a lot of delays, you know, just due to the pandemic. Uh, but but the hoodies are in tomorrow or, or uh, the day after. So first week or two of November, if you're listening and you've ordered your special edition hoodies or, or T-shirts, you should have them in hand.
1: Fantastic. I'm, I know plenty of people I'm going to be very happy about that news.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I know, Coach David, there's a couple people who are just going to be like, Coach V, you know, <laughs> I'm devastated. I didn't get my hoodie. I didn't get my T-shirt. And, and here's my answer. Uh, if you didn't order it, don't worry. You can definitely have one the next time we do a special order. Uh, so again, you know, if you didn't get yours this time, don't worry. We do at least one or two per year. And uh, I have a feeling that the next one's going to be amazing, even better than this one. So right.
1: there's always the next time, right? <laughs> that's exactly
0: right. Well, today's, you know, topic that we're talking about is belt exams. Now, I really want everyone to kind of tune in for this. And if you're an instructor, Uh, and or you're a black, but especially within our school, and even if you're, you know, from, from outside, if you're one of our friends who's listening in here, really tune into what we're going to talk about. This is something I think we're going to go deep on the whole belt exam. Uh, how do you know if you're ready? How do you know if you're, you know, what do you need to do? How do you have the tough conversations? All of these topics we're going to talk about. So let's get right into it, Coach David. I'm going to start by asking you this. What do you think is one of the most important questions students are asking now? about the whole belt exam testing process?
1: Well, you know, every time we, we seem to come through this, there seems to be questions. And I know we try to make it as clear as possible. and We, we have a lot of paper and we have websites and we, we talk about it a lot, but yet somehow this topic always seems to invoke questions from the students. And I really, you know, we, we, we do our best to answer them and we're going to do our best to answer it as much as we can tonight. but. I think it could be that it's always going to be that way. I think when it comes to something like this, there are just always going to be questions. Yeah, you know, I can tell you
0: my two cents about this because I fully agree with you. There's, I think, one big reason why is that intellectually, I think we all understand what needs to be done. And when we see someone else going through the process, we're like, yeah, well, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. But when it comes to yourself, we all have a certain self-image or sometimes maybe we see ourselves, sometimes maybe we don't see ourselves. And we think that we're ready prior to actually being ready. I know according to my own calculations, you know, I should have been a red belt, you know, so it should have been a black belt in my, when I were my first black belt in Tung Soo Do. I should have been a black belt about four and a half years prior to when I actually received it. And I found that to be true. Even adults within our program, there's no question in my mind that there's a little bit of disappointment. You know, if you don't get the approval to test, even when you think you're ready there still is that piece of disappointment right i think that's
1: very true i think adults are really good at being able to mask that because we're used to dealing with the ups and downs of daily life and you know jobs and families and all those things Um, but i think when we get to the kids in the the kid program that becomes a much more difficult story and uh, especially coming out of this pandemic um, I know we're going to talk about it, but you know, the, the training was different, the requirements were different, and then we had to change things around because now we're back in person. So there can be confusion just because you know it's change, and change often invokes question.
0: Yeah, so let's dig deep on this. Let's talk about the kids' promotions first, right? So if you are uh, an adult who has a child within our program, or you're an instructor who's teaching kids in the program, here's some things that you need to make note of. Number one, If you were actively training in your youth during the pandemic and you were training via Zoom, that means you were working on things like, you know, base level techniques. Potentially, if you're intermediate or advanced level, you're working on the kata or master form. So that means you were doing kicking and punching essentially in the air. Now, some people had heavy bags. And if you did, that's great. But what it also tells me is that you didn't have partner work, which means you weren't working on timing. You were not working in terms of control. Uh, and there wasn't this variety of people to work with. You had the, the same bag, same heavy bag, same partners So we're usually about the same height. You're kicking the same thing. There was no variation. There was no variety. So one of the things that we've done is prior to the pandemic, we had a class that was strictly dedicated to Arcata. As we've gotten out of the lockdowns part of the pandemic, now we're about 18 months two two years into this thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, now what we do is we have three classes dedicated to on the body work partner-based work where we do anything and everything within our system that involves working with a partner. So here's where I'm going with this. If there is a child, meaning a youth under 18, who is interested in testing, it's not just about what's on the promotion chart. It's that plus I need to see that you really got your timing down. You got your control down. Everything needs to look polished. I don't want to say we lost a year, year and a half because, you know, a lot of people were actively training and that counts for something. But there's no question that you you know there's a certain amount of time that was lost in terms of the partner work. A
1: hundred percent, and and we've said this many times. You want the the skills that go with the belt, not just the belt. If you want the belt, we can tell you where to get it. You can get online, although it might take a long time with the shipping. But <laughs> you get the idea, and that's what we're judging on. We're looking at the skills you need to go to that level. So particularly in the sparring arena, which is the meat of, of what we do, um, it just it takes time. Going with a person, if you haven't been training for a year and a half with a people, hitting them, moving, adjusting, being able to, you know, afraid of a variety of folks, it takes a while to get that skill back if you had it and develop it if you didn't, especially at the youth level. So I think it has to be understood that that is what we're evaluating on. It's not simply a matter of a checkbox. It is a visual and an audio understanding of What we, in our experience, having done this many, many years, know you need to be at to get to a certain level.
0: I want to give you a very specific answer. We teach together on Sundays, and we have some students who are in our beginner class. So if you're one of our parents who's in the beginner class, hopefully this will really, really help. And, you know, we have students who are anywhere from white belt to white belt with the black stripe down the middle, orange and yellow, Um, You know, every system of martial arts has maybe different, you know, ways that they do their belt systems. This is how we do ours. And one thing I've noticed, Coach David, is that for every single person who's asked me, said, Hey, what do I need to do to get promoted? It's about 50-50 right now. I'd say 50% of the people who've said, Hey, how do I get promoted? What do I need to do? For the most part, they're close to being ready or they're ready. There's another 50%, I'd say, who's just not even close And I'll give you some reasons why I think that could be. One is maybe they're just measuring their success based on time as opposed to how well the techniques are actually being executed. Uh, It could be that maybe they're gauging it when they got their last belt versus how much active training was done since the last time they got their belt. So if you got your belt a year ago, it doesn't mean that you're ready to train. If you got your belt a year ago and you've been actively training in a formal group setting with me or with your, you know, with your instructor... Yeah, now we got something to talk about. And, you know, it gets very, uh, you know, sensitive in this area. Let's say you got a five or six or seven-year-old student, you know, who maybe is devastated or disappointed or whatever you want to call it, right? And they really just feel stuck. Well, here's what you need to do. The answer is not getting another belt. The answer is talking to your instructor and figuring out what is it that you actually need to do to get promoted. Absolutely. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll pull you off
1: to the side We'll do a, a little evaluation and give you direct feedback. And we did this uh, recently in our, one of our recent classes. And sometimes it is yes, you're ready and and we're we're ready to move on. Sometimes it's that what you thought was correct wasn't correct, and now you've been reinforcing incorrect moves for a long time, thinking you were ready, and that was not the case. So. Um, we do our best to to look at everybody in all our classes, and, and we give feedback when we can. But sometimes it's that conversation that can get things moving one way or the other, and really shed light on where that particular student is.
0: That's exactly right. You know, I want to give a different side of the coin. I'm a father. You're a father. You know, and if you're a parent, you know, sitting in class, I I've had parents tell me this. They said, like, you know, how do you actually? gauge all the students' skill level. If there's so many students in class and you're not doing a formal evaluation, how do you actually know if someone's ready? Because you didn't run them through the test. And my answer is this, is that I've been doing this long enough. It really doesn't take me more than 10 seconds to see if someone's ready. I don't need to see the 13 or 21 or 17 techniques on your test to know if you're ready. I can tell if you're ready by if you have a positive attitude. I can tell if you're ready if you're in class. If you don't have good attendance and your attendance is worse than 80% for the session, that's really not a good sign. You could be the best martial artist ever. And if your attendance is poor and you have a bad attitude, no chance. So 60, you know, we, we do it in thirds roughly, right? So a third of your test is having a positive attitude. Another third of your test is having great attendance. 80% is like, to me, that's like a C minus, right? (laughs) I mean, like you should not have 80% attendance. You should be there pretty much every single class. And I'm not talking about doing makeups and hopping over to this class to do a makeup. No. No. This needs to be your main thing. You wrote a great blog post a while ago called I Do. Hey guys, go 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 read that blog post. Coach David wrote it. Just you want to make sure that you're committing to this. We don't want to see that karate is your seventh sport that you play and it's an afterthought. We want especially if you're going for higher rank, right? We want to see that this is something that's important to you. You know, you wanna show that to your instructor. This is important. Coach David, let's say that someone's knocked out those two things: attendance and positive attitude. Again, it only takes 10, 15, 20 seconds to see. If someone has a good fighting stance, are they bending their knees? Do they have good, clean technique? It really... I don't need to see all the techniques. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything.
1: You're so correct. I mean, it's... I know people don't believe that because they think it's a complicated thing. But when you've been doing it long enough and you see so many students and you've seen really good and you've seen not so good, you can easily distinguish in a really short order what is and what isn't the needed um, techniques or or whatever it might be to get to the next level. It just doesn't take a lot of time. And I think if students realize that we are always evaluating, we're always looking at you. It's not just once a semester or once every six months. Every class is part of the test. We're always looking, and so we know. It's already built in our brains where you are. It just doesn't take long to then tell you, aha, this is the answer.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. You know, So let's shift gears now. So we've talked about the kids. Let's talk about adult promotions. This this is a very interesting topic because with the adults, we have a lot of face time. We spend a lot of time before, during, and especially after class talking to many of the adults, not all, but there's a lot of time where we get to know one another. We get to know each other's likes, dislikes, and all of these different things. And I just want to remind everyone, especially if you're an adult class student, friendships, camaraderie, fellowship time, so critically important. Do not you know underestimate how important that is. At the same time, you still got to do the kicks, you still got to do the punches, you still got to do the blocks. And it is so critically important that we don't forget that because yes, we got, you know, it's important to be friends and have relationships and do all these things, but nothing replaces the techniques, right? Nothing replaces the sparring, nothing replaces actually doing it.
1: Absolutely. We, we talk about this a lot and uh, we both are very into the brotherhood sisterhood, if you will, The um, the amount of time spent with you, you know, with... Just our friends, quote unquote, in the martial arts is meaningful. And it's impactful, and we value it. But in the end, your belt has to be a symbol of what you can do in the martial art. Specifically, your kicks, your punch, your blocks, your kata, your jujitsu, all those things are represented in that belt. And it takes away from the others who got to that rank if we were to promote you when you weren't ready. It just would.
0: You know, Coach David, I can't speak to every martial arts school in the world, but I can speak to ours. And I'm gonna give you a couple scenarios. Let's say someone has phenomenal martial arts skills, comes in right on time for class, leaves right at the end of the class, never stays around to socialize, hang out, talk, whatever, but definitely checked off all the boxes. Could they get to black belt? Sure, you can get to black belt. Not sure how many people would show up to your exam to support you, but you would definitely get to black belt. I say that jokingly because you definitely want to have the friends to show up and support you and all that. It's almost a natural evolution that happens. Well, I'll give you scenario number two. Let's say you're someone who comes in early, stays late, and for whatever the reason might be, the technique's just, you just can't really grasp it. But you work super hard and you get it. Can I tell you something? To me, that person is more likely to get a black belt than person A. Because they show that they have the spirit of the school, right, they, they, they have the DNA of the school.
1: Yes, 100%. We and we have students in all these different categories and the one good thing we can tell you is that everybody's its own individual case. It, you're on your own journey. We're not measuring up to us or anybody else as far as skill or what you do. You're on your own journey, and that's how we we evaluate you. Um, would you say that's true?
0: I I do. You know, and I'll give you some specifics. Let's take some of our brown belts, some of our red belts. We we have a bunch of you know upper belts at this current time. And so if you're a brown or red belt, brown stripe, red stripe, you know, listen very very carefully. This is what I'm looking for. We want to see continuous improvement, right? It's within the name of the school, Kaizen, right? So just because you can do the techniques today, just because you can do all the the kata and the sparring and all that and you're winning your fights, that's that's fantastic, right? That's great. But I want to see you getting better from week to week. I want to see you continuing to improve. If you feel like you're stagnating, the number one thing, which I don't think enough people do, Coach David, I think you got to just sometimes have an honest talk with your instructor. And I'm not talking... Having a talk when you're frustrated and having a talk after you've already like, you know, uh, gotten super frustrated, you're mad about it, you talk to your friends about it, tell them how much you don't like your instructor because they didn't promote you. That's almost too late. I think the time to have your talk with your instructor is soon after your last promotion. So I'll give you a specific, right? Coach David, let's say a student just gets to brown belt or brown stripe. I don't think you should wait a year before you talk about what to do to get to the next level. I think what you should do is very soon after, the next week or two after getting to your promotion, you say, hey, I just got this big promotion. It's exciting. But I want to know what's your vision for me? What's the path I need to take? What do I need to do differently than I'm not doing now to get to the next level? And what do I need to keep, keep doing? What do I need to keep the same? What do I need to add? What do I need to subtract?
1: I think that's great. And it goes back to that it's almost a continuous conversation. If you're staying after showing up a little bit early, you know, going to the social events, you can have these conversations frequently throughout your training. It doesn't have to be a, I had one conversation and I'll see you in a year and we'll have another one. In fact, you know, I don't recommend that. The more that you have those conversations throughout the year, as you're training, the easier it is is to correct and readjust and make sure you're on the right path. Right, we, we talk about that all the time. You want to stay on the right path. If you, as soon as you veer off, every time that you keep training on veering off, you're getting further away from your goal, not closer. So you got to get back on the right path.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So I want to do a quick rapid fire, a little uh, lightning round, if you will. Mm-hmm. Let's just kind of go back and forth here, Coach David. Let's start by talking about what are some big no-nos when it comes to belt testing. Let's keep it short brief and to the point. Ready? I'll start with the first one. Here's the big no-no when it comes to belt testing. Don't ask for a promotion.
1: <laughs> that's, like, that's like one through number nine right there. Um, boy, I'd How say, I would say um, don't tell us when you're ready to be promoted.
0: Absolutely. I'll give you another one. A big no-no about getting promoted is that if you haven't done all the requirements on the testing sheet, If you don't have all your stripes, you're not ready to get promoted yet.
1: Yeah, I would say that the stripe thing is a big deal because the reason we have the stripes is so that it's visually evident to every instructor where you are on the process. Mm -hmm. So that's 100% true.
0: I'll give you another one. The testing promotion chart that we have, it's cumulative. So don't just look at what you need to do for that belt. Look at everything prior. So I'm going to speak to our beginner students. If you're testing for, let's say, yellow belt or green belt, and somehow you managed to skate by without getting your Kaizen t-shirt or all of those other things, make sure you've done all the things prior because they count just as as much, if not more. Because now that you're a higher belt, we expect you to do it better. That's true. And
1: I'll say if you've missed a a significant amount of time, in within the last, you know, couple months, don't expect to just walk in and get promoted. It that, that
0: sets you back. Coach David, you know what double dutch is, you know, when you oh, kind of yes. left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. You don't want to see me demonstrate, but I've seen it, right? <laughs> yes. And I'll say this, I think sometimes the big no no, double dutching with attendance, double dutching with classes. Meaning that sometimes you're in this class, sometimes you go to the next class. And then that way you have multiple instructors overseeing your promotions without ever really becoming really familiar with your training. The best way to do this is have one instructor that's responsible for your, tr- for your promotions and your training. Yeah, you can train in more than one class, but have one primary instructor. Absolutely, that was a good
1: one. And how about this? Um, don't compare yourself to a fellow student who might be at the same rank or the same level as you. They might get promoted, and that doesn't mean anything about you. Absolutely.
0: Well, Coach David, we're getting really, really close to wrapping up. And I, th- and I hope everyone really gets some value out of this. I want to start wrapping up on a very positive note. I want to tell you how proud I am of everybody, especially in our school, our students who've stuck with this through covid you know it's just been a tough tough time for everybody but man oh man have we seen improvements i also want to give a quick shout out to many of our new students who are starting we've had a bunch of new students start recently and you know if you're thinking about promotions and i'll give you some example we have some students who train with us you know after school early evening time slots and some of them are wondering when am i getting promoted well here's the answer as soon as you're ready as soon as you're ready, that's when your instructor is going to you know, invite you for promotion. We have our next belt exam coming up on December 11th, 2021. I have a feeling a bunch of students who started this fall season, I have a feeling many of them, the new, new, new students, they're going to be coming up for testing at that time.
1: And I, I think we didn't say this yet tonight, but it's always important is the best way to, to get promoted is to not even think or worry about it. Just put your head down, come with a positive attitude, do the work, we're watching you we're going to recognize you we want to promote you so that's the quickest way it it avoids you having to look at the clock and the calendar and say coach v i'm nervous it's been (laughs) six months or whatever just come have fun and i
0: promise you you're on our radar and i'll give you this wrap-up observation i don't think coach david in the years i've been teaching i don't think i've ever seen anyone who got to black belt who negotiated every single belt And you know what I mean by that? Meaning like you email me because you're upset about this belt or maybe the next belt came around and then you're like, what do I have to do to get this belt? I can think of a couple students who come to mind, not naming names, they're good students. But the approach needed adjustment, meaning that they were constantly fighting for that belt. And I can tell you from my personal training, and I'm saying this very honestly to everyone listening here. You know, every single time I was counting time or counting, you know, measuring how much effort and energy and time I put into it, it led to frustration. Almost every time I just got lost in the process. I fell in love with the training. I got to, this is why friendship is so important in the martial arts, right? You enjoyed each other's company, enjoyed the sparring. The belts just came like that. It was unreal. But it was every time I was looking at the clock, that's when things slowed down. Right. You just got to fall in love with the process. That was so well said. I have nothing to add. That was perfect. Hey, okay, I appreciate that. Well, Coach David, let's go ahead and wrap up. Any any final closing thoughts for Kaizen Nation here as we uh, wrap up our, our chat here about belt testing? Just uh, stay strong. Don't, don't get
1: discouraged. Hopefully you heard this and you're not thinking, oh, man, you know, I'm never going to get promoted. <laughs> Please don't look at it like that. Look at it like we're always looking. We're always there to help you come talk to us. You know, the future is bright. Stay positive. Keep coming. Things are going to be
0: good in your future. So well said. And, you know, if someone took the time to listen to this, and if you're listening to the podcast, to the podcast period, but also to the bitter end here, and, you know, you're a a ranked student who's not yet black belt, can I tell you something? You're doing absolutely the right thing. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how far ahead you are compared to your peer group. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you keep doing what you're doing long enough and stay consistent, you absolutely will finish the race of getting to black belt perfect so ladies and gents i am coach v i'm coach david this is the kaizen karate podcast signing out until next time be safe be well and we'll see you then